Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right, here we go. We're ready. Here we go. Gonna go a little. Straight forge ahead here with some Thursday edition of the Taz Show. What's up, one and all? Hello there. We have a lot to cover and not a lot of time. Kind of a quasi-express version of the show. We're going to go uh, for about one hour and maybe five minutes. How about that? Um, we're going to be somewhere in that realm, but we're going to cover a lot. Going to cover some Lucha Underground. Going to cover. Uh, going to cover some the scuttlebutt of the NXT uh, War Games. That's supposed to go down. I have some thoughts and opinions on that. That'll be covered. Uh, again, like I said about Lucha Underground, by the way, I want to go into some detail about uh, what they did last night. I, I, I Again, I love the show, and I'll get into some of that chatter on that with you guys, uh, some detail on that, and uh, some talk, some NFL stuff. Uh, how about the Rockies and the Diamondbacks, a little baseball action? i uh, got some stuff to say about that. Uh, coming from me from the Rage Cave over here. And... Uh, Rock and rolling at the crew in New York City. And uh, yes, uh, howdy there. Uh, let me bring in the, uh, real quick, I want to say hello uh, to the biz dev guy of the Taz Show. Uh, my good buddy, a guy I love uh, dearly with the bottom of my heart. And that is uh, Anthony, the video producer of the show, is the new biz dev guy. Uh, and how's things going? It's good with the new promotion, you know, a lot more responsibility, just trying to deal with it. Seamless. And also, uh, with a hot mic, um, is uh, Dennis Jones. Uh, Dennis, uh, hello. Hi. I'm dealing with my demotion very well. I just want that to be stated. And, well, because of the depth chart. But here's a problem right away. This is the first time I'm looking at you here today. Unfortunately, I have to see you at times. <laughs> no in way! We're in a safe journey. No way! <laughs> How did this happen? That's twice in one week. Like, this is a work. You text him, Taz. No, there was no texting. I don't text him. No, there was no oh, texting. I didn't know the man. You think I'm gonna text that Dennis? Wear the same shirt as me. Wear the Jabba T-shirt that you can get at Pro Wrestling Tees. Maybe I should let you do that. T A Z. <laughs> yes. Uh, by the way, uh, if you're listening live or watching live on the Radio.com app, uh, well, you're not watching live on the Radio.com app. You can listen live on there from your mobile hell, mobile hell device. If you're doing that, I appreciate it. Maybe you're watching and uh, and listening live and or at TajShow.com. Thank you for doing that. Or you're checking out the podcast version of the show on Spotify or iTunes or TuneIn. That you can do on the Radio.com app also. So thanks if you're checking out the content uh, I'm doing here on demand. I appreciate that very much for sure on this Thursday. So <laughs> there's a lot of stuff to go over. Uh, before we get into all that, somebody told me, uh, I hate to peel back the curtain here, boys, but uh, that the gimmick clubhouse in New York City there was a little bit messy. Confirmed. Mm -mm. Before we get into the mess there and some wrestling talk, 
And uh, also, I did not give out the phone number. Jiminy Crickets. This is this is only about my 400 and how many times doing this live show? How many times have I done this show? This would be 465th episode. I'd get it right by now. Jiminy Crickets. You could dial 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. Yeah, you can do that. Um, so before we get into the messy gimmick clubhouse and what the F happened, okay, we are live right now on Facebook. Tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, uh, we're going to do the whole show here on Facebook Live. That's at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. So live on the Facebook, uh, rocking and rolling uh, the whole show. Uh, so that's how this goes. Share the show if you're on Facebook. Share the show. Somebody just text me an LMAO. I will tell you who that is in a minute. You keep texting me, sir. I'm going to stooge you off. So go back in your hole because I'm pissed at you. You know who you are. Not you this time, Dennis. You tell people what's going on here. The studio over there, the gimmick clubhouse, is a pigsty, correct? Oink, oink. Uh, what happened? Tell me what happened. Tell me how this happened and when you went in there. Uh, look, for those that don't know, let me give people a little background how how radio works and TV works. Most studios are shared space with other shows and producers in town. So there's there's a there's a uh, what's the best best way to put this, Dennis? And um, kind of a brotherhood or a sisterhood or whatever you want to call it, where unwritten laws rules that you clean up after yourself for the next show. Correct? Common decency. Yes. And what happened at the Gimmick Clubhouse today? Tell me. Uh, so yesterday there was uh, several shoots because you're you're so kind to, hey guys, you want to hop in the gimmick clubhouse? Fine, we've got uh, we've got great amenities here. Shortening my shows, we got to do this, we got to do that, and you know I I, I my my you know it's not right, but yeah, continue. So we come in today to set up shop, and Ant was in a panic because he's he's stuck in whatever you want to call his cove. So in order to hear Ant, there's like cables and, and what have you that we run. Can't find his cable. Now he's he's nervous. Oh, well, hold on. Let me get this straight. Anthony can't find his own cable. That's what you said. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I stand by that. He, uh, he couldn't find his own cable. I have to fill myself in. Usually what you do is look below your belt line and you might find it. No, that cable I knew. I knew that was. I, I double checked. I had it on me. I would love to see some nipples. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, my God. oh that's funny shit. Um, I continued that because you're so, losing me. By the way, come on. So I mean, we, no, it's just starting to annoy me. But I continue. So we found it. It was in the gimmick clubhouse. The what? Oh, the cape. The you cable. found that this cable yeah, in the Ant's, gimmick. Ant's cable was in the Wait, gimmick hold, 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 hold. Let me get this straight. So he has a detachable cable. <laughs> you know, there was a song like that. You know that, right? I'm not familiar. I'm Ant, all ears, you? though. Ant, are you familiar with this? I am no. not. Would you like to sing the song? No, I, I, don't, I, I don't know the flow of the song. I know the title of the song. How, uh, if you, how would it, I GTS? Det detachable cable? Close. Detachable penis, I believe, is <laughs> if you. No, no I'm not. I'm not I kidding. I, and it was actually. It, 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 it's you could find it. There's a song. I mean, people know. People know. I don't Facebook, know. I don't know if that's GTSable at work. Ooh. Okay. Good. I feel like I'm going to run into some things I might not want to say. Good point. Good point. Not even mm -hmm. some things. I think the the name of the the song 
in the images is not going to be something I want to look at. So, Michael Dunant. Anthony's detachable uh, cable. I'm talking. I'm talking. I was talking about this guy who doesn't like my hat on Facebook. There's a guy on Facebook Live that does not like my Buffalo Bills camo hat. Well, pod on. I hope your pats lose tonight. <laughs> I continue. <laughs> so Ant's detachable cable we found in the room, but after the show every day, Ant is kind enough to coil it back up appropriately. This cable was uh, loose at best, and it was knotty, and it wasn't well put together, and then just uh, mics everywhere, headphones, just real... Mm-mm. It was just as if they, they stopped hitting record and called it a day. Yep, just walk out. And I heard somebody else tell me that there was a couple of like leftover, like empty soda cans and a couple of like wrappers from like a sandwich left on the t- on the studio table, correct? Well, there was, and then I cleaned it off, um, polished off the sandwich. It was an old Italian combo. Didn't have a great holdover rate. Um, you could tell by the gabagool and the pajut and the provolone that was left on the table. I understand. Italian cured meats that are in your beard right now. So look it. We need to do our due diligence and find out who, this is very simple, who was in the studio last night. The last show that was recorded or shot live. We need to find out who the producer was of that. The key is the producer, not the talent's fault. It's never the talent's fault. You know that. It's the producer's fault. Well, the talent has the luxury of once record is over, they can Mm. leave. Because I know you're very familiar the way I leave the studio, dude. I I don't give a shit. You know me. I just wreck the fucking joint. You know what I mean? I kick shit over and walk out. Fuck you. I go nuts. And then 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 we clean up after you. I know. I just do it because I like to do that, you know. But you're, you're a great cleaner. Thank you. Remember, uh, do you remember what's his name? Um, the guy with the beard, Tom. Buy a Captain. hat. He used to uh, was a good cleaner too. He cleaned the studio up. Mean that he was a professional like that, and that would really you're calmer about it. Let's just say, pretend like back in the day, like Seth would have had a been the producer of a show prior to the Taz show, like like the earlier show, and he left the, the studio a pigsty. Tom would get really mad. Really mad, and 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 you are actually so. Let's pretend this is Seth. Let's just pretend that Seth was working last night with one of his big stars that he works with. Okay. You know, all the big stars. He deals with all these stars, you know, Seth. Let's pretend it was Seth as the. No, I don't think Seth would ever do that. Live the studio a mess, right? He's a lead producer, right? No, Seth would Seth would be low on the list of people I would suspect would do this to us. Yeah, he would never, ever, never, ever. Now, crying Brian, I can see that because he's oh. a sloppy. He's a sloppy bum anyway. So, love you, Bri. Um, Tom would get really mad. You are actually calmer. You know, you have that inner rage. Um, I, you know, I say we take whoever it was that was the producer. Let's just say it was Seth. We put him in a Newberg t-shirt. <laughs> Newberg, you motherfucker. <laughs> and you just destroy him. You know what I mean? That's and a you'll have really cardiac good idea. Out of shape. Um, anyway. All right, well. Do you know who the producer was? I have an idea. I want to cover all my bases before I accuse him. Mm. Uh, you don't have to just accuse him. That's what we do here. I mean, but that's up to you. I mean, that's fine. 
I do need to talk about some wrestling. Um, I do because I, I have to talk wrestling. I'm live on Facebook. People will get upset. So, you know, they want to hear wrestling. So I have to do that. I will get into that in a second or two here. Um, there's not a lot of time. I'm over here playing around with this messy studio. Look, whoever you are, whoever the producer was in closing before the show, whoever the, was the producer last night in the Gimmick Clubhouse, if you're listening or watching this right now, please be a professional next time. Don't leave the place a shithole, okay? It's unprofessional. If Mr. Pimento hears that, he will be very angry. I won't stooge it off. I'm just telling you, don't do that anymore. Let's just say it was Seth. I, I'm not saying it was. He would never do that. You know what I mean? Dennis Seth would Hy- never. Hypothetically ever. speaking, just say it was me. <laughs> I would never do that. All right, anyway. Ah. Uh, Never changes. All right, so uh, let me get into a little bit of uh, a little bit of sports chatter before I get into talking about some lucha underground because that's what I want to talk about here. Um, so NFL Week Five is tonight. We're going to have the Patriots against the Buccaneers. I made the prediction the other day. Coming off of a loss, the Patriots they got to go down to to Tampa, play a very good Jameis Winston-led squad known as the Bucks. I like the Buccaneers' chances in this thing, and um, it's a quick turnaround. Jones here, Patriots didn't have much time to to, to get yelled at by Belichick. Only a couple of days, and now you got to go down to Tampa. Um, we'll see. I do feel like Brady is going to be on tonight. I do, but I don't know for some reason. I think tonight is going to be Jameis Jameis Winston's night. That's just my my opinion. I know uh, most Patriot fans are probably thinking, oh, Taz, you're such a douche just because you hate the Pats. Well, that's true. You have an agenda with them. Uh, that's also true. That's totally true. But I'm, well, I'm spitting truth here. I'm telling you that Jameis Winston is going to have a good night. you disagree with this, Dennis? Uh, I don't disagree. I think this is going to be a shootout. I think both teams, are. it's going to be high, like 30-plus points each side because the Patriots' D is terrible. And yeah. I br- and you I- got those... Two receivers, man, for the you know, uh, the Sean Watson and um, I want to blank big man's name. What's the big dude? Mike Evans. Thank you. They're legit, man. They're both legit. You know, so um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to this thing here. Then we got the uh, little baseball action yesterday. I watched most of the game. What a game it was! Holy shit! The Diamondbacks beat the Rockies 11 to eight in the uh, National League Wild Card matchup to advance to face the Dodgers in the NLDS. That's the National League Division Series inside. Uh, Terms, we call that NLDS, National League Divisional Series. So here's the thing. The Rockies fans, Colorado Rocky fans, do not be sad at all. Don't. As the New Day would say, don't be sour, okay? Your team battled hard, fought their ass off. Good God. Did you see this game? I was uh, watching most of it. It was, that was, it was an exciting game. Dude, hits after hits after hits. The freaking Rockies just would not quit, man. I I, I, re- I have a whole new respect for them. It was great. Um, but I think the better team won the game here. That's why they won. But they, I just think the D-backs are a better team. Um, what a game, though. I, again, I didn't see the first couple of innings, but I did catch the, the tail end of uh, the last few innings, uh, which I think the last three innings only took uh, seven hours. It's baseball. That's what happens, you know. Usually a nine-inning game takes, what, uh, 12 to 13 hours to watch? I think so, something like that. Yeah, yeah full, something, full something. half a day. Yes, yeah, just for one game, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so congrats to the Diamondback fans. Uh, big, big deal right there for you, you guys to go f- play the Dodgers. Now you're in trouble. 
uh, the Dodgers. I want to see it. World Series. I predicted it, Dennis. Tell me the prediction I made weeks ago. What was it? The Dodgers and the Yankees. Yes. Brooklyn Dodgers versus the Bronx Bombers. If the Dodgers make it to the World Series, I will call them the Brooklyn Dodgers throughout the whole thing. How's that? That's creativity right there. Okay. Enough of that. Uh, Panthers quarterback Cam Newton laughs at a female reporter following her questioning uh, regarding receivers' route trees. Now, you have the sound of this, dude? Yeah, let me go grab it. I can get it quick. Okay, see. <laughs> I, I'm glad you just said that because this is why you're grabbing that. I just want to tell the audience, you just had a sneak peek behind the scenes of what happens on the Taz Show. See, that's if you if you people will rewind that and listen to what just happened. And this is what I deal with on a regular basis. I asked a simple question to the audio producer. Dennis, do you have the sound of Cam Newton with his gimmick, what he said? And he said, Dennis said, Yes, uh, give me a second. Let me go grab it. So what that means is, no, Taz, I don't have the sound. But because you just called me out on the air, I'm going to grab it real quick. That's what just happened. There. So that's me peeling back the curtain of the shit that I deal with on this show. This is what this is what it is. Do you have it yet, Dennis? Here's the sound of Cam Newton laughing at a reporter. You got it that quick? Yeah. You lucky shit. All right, good. Put it. Kind of people out there. It's funny to hear a female talk about routes. Like, it's funny. Wow, he said it's, it's funny. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, not a good look for Cam. <laughs> Laughed, oh, just a. So we basically the, the 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 reporter, the female reporter, asked about receiver routes, and he said uh, he, he was like smirking and. Laughing and was like, I think it's funny when women talk about routes. Man, I mean, look, you know, I, I, I don't think it's right that he did that. I don't. But it's just like if like a nerdy reporter asked, why isn't that funny? What if it's some guy who never played the sport of football or any sports? By the way, if you look behind me, the blockhead T-shirt is not for sale. Okay, so you see that, Dennis? I did like that addition. <laughs> Not for sale. Yeah, the Chan, uh, the Chan man is on the phone. I'm gonna get the Chan here in a second. Uh, Chan man, uh, did you hear about this? Uh, you're in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Tash Show, my friend. Did you hear about this uh, Cam Newton thing? Yes, I did, and that's what I uh, called about was the Cam Newton thing. Um, okay. The, the whole reporter thing. I, I think, uh, in my opinion, I, I think that people are being a little sensitive. Um, I, I do think that. Um, women do belong and and if they want to be reporters and all that and I, I get it it's cool but you know if he said he says he thinks it's kind of funny I asked my wife yesterday I said hey if uh, he were to say that to you and you were a woman reporter what would you think about that and she said mm. I would actually take it as a compliment because she, he's right not a lot of women do talk about routes and if I did, then I'd be, you know, I'd be that badass woman that does. So, I don't know. I think people are being a little sensitive about the comments. And, um, you know, it's really, you know, it's what he thinks. I mean, back in the day, if he would have said what he thought, people would just be like, oh, that's sexist and move on. But now everyone's got to be a certain way. He, now he's got to apologize. Now he's got to be like how everyone wants him to be. And it's a little frustrating. Right. Well, it is frustrating, but it's the world we live in now. I, I personally, I don't think he should have said that. 
Um, I did not ask my wife what she would have thought. I will ask her, but I, 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 I'm not going to sit here and rip Cam Newton, but I think, you know, he probably should have in this day and age. You just can't do that. It just, uh, look, the, the, the reporter is there cause she's a professional doing her stuff. She probably covers football and knows football very well. So, you know, it is, it's kind of a little stiff to say, to imply that a female doesn't know about route trees If she's a football fan and she covers the game you know, then maybe it's not right. It's to my point, Chan, it's what if you have a reporter that's a guy who looked like he never played a sport in his life, some like, uh, just like a, a, a wormy, nerdy person, guy, you know, that was never an athlete. And and he's yeah. a reporter. And he asked about route trees to Cam Newton. You know, would Cam Newton think that's funny? No, because he's a guy, you know? Yeah, well, it, well, he's used to, he's used to guys asking him questions about that because Guys have been doing it for years and years and years, but now a woman is asking that question, so he he finds it funny. I don't agree mm. that he should have said that. It was a wrong for uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hundred percent, yeah. I agree with that. But I mean, to to be all up in arms about it, and now every right. single uh, guy out there. I mean, I'm seeing reporters uh, slamming him on Twitter, but I don't see any athletes slamming slamming him on Twitter. I mean, it's Maybe maybe they feel the same way. You know, I mean, it might, it might. You know, I, I, I look. Female reporters have been covering sports. My my only thing is that I'm not. I, I don't think that they should be allowed. I don't think reporters in general should be allowed in the locker room, male or female. I think that's yeah. sacred, private ground. Not just because of you know guys coming out of the shower and stuff like that, but I do think that it, it should be sacred ground that men and women, if you're not part of the team, if you're not a coach. A player or a trainer or an equipment guy or girl, well, the girl thing's a little rough, too. I, I don't think you should be allowed in that locker room. That, that's any locker room. I believe in, in that sacred ground. You know, so uh, that's just me. So I don't know. I, I think uh, I think in this day and age to say something like that is a little rough. I'm not going to jump down the guy's throat. Like I said, I don't think he should have said that. Um, he's going to have to apologize probably uh, only because, you know, he's a, he's a public figure. You know, and he, he, you know, he's looked at as a role model, you know, and he's the, he's the, the he is the, uh, uh, you know, he's the hood ornament of the Carolina Panthers. You know, this guy, you know, he, he's, he's, he's all over TV with commercials and stuff. He's a public figure, big time. He's a big star. So, you know, he is looked at as a role model. Well, I, you know, Chan, I know you've been listening or watching my show for a long time. You know, my thoughts on role models. Um, yeah. If you remember, I, I believe role models should be, you know, Kids, moms, and dads, and Chan, thank you for calling, bro. Kids, moms, and dads, uh, or if you don't have a mom or a dad or an uncle or an aunt or or a teacher or a, uh, someone from your church or something, you know, whatever, or just maybe maybe a, a friend's parents. Uh, but really, I think those those are ideal role models, people that you know, people that you know. Uh, it, it don't have to look. These athletes are athletes. Their number one job and what their true desire is to go out is to compete at the highest level and win. That's what they get paid to do. That's why they're in the game because they want to fucking win. Okay? Nobody, no athlete, and I hate to stereotype because I hate stereotypes, but this time I will. Okay? No athlete gets in, says, I want to be a pro basketball player because I want to be a role model. I want to be a professional football player because I want to be a role model. 
I doubt that's the first choice of why they want to play this sport or be a star. I want to be a big musician because I want to be a role model. I, I don't think that's the case. I think is they want to win and be successful, make a lot of money. And, and if they could change and help a, a kid's life or change the world somehow as uh, uh, someone who has star power, then I think that comes into play. I'm saying the initial thought for someone wanting to be a star or a big athlete or make a lot of money or be victorious as a winner and be famous, I doubt that it comes out that, the, you know what? I want to be a role model, so I want to try and play and be a high school football star and get drafted. I'm sorry, get recruited, go to college on the scholarship, and then get drafted into the NFL. And then I can be a role model. And you know what? I can win games and make money too. You know what I mean? I, I don't think that's what I don't think that's the first choice for most men and women athletes. The role model deal. I believe role models should be you know, your parents or, 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 or like I said, a family member or a brother or sister, you know, sibling or a school teacher or something like that, you know, or maybe, you know, someone in your family that that's, that's a, a, a firefighter or a police officer or, or in the military, you know, don't, 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 not to be corny, but <laughs> I'm shooting. Don't, those are role models. You know, those are real heroes right there. You know, um, anyway, let me take one more call before I go to break here. Uh, Jay in DC, you're on the Taz show. What do you say to that house? Thank you, Jay. I appreciate that, my man. What's going on? Um, I think first and foremost, man, we have to look at the fact that Cam gets a lot of scrutiny, no matter what the hell he talks about, man. He's yeah, yeah. he's he's looked upon, you know. They they always they always question his body language. It's it's kind of like he's walking on eggshells anyway. He's this big star, great smile. And it's like he can't say anything out of his mouth. And I was just listening to you just to piggyback on the whole role model thing you were talking about. I'm in 100% agreement. There's no such thing, in my opinion, as a superstar athlete or this big star being a role model because most of these guys aren't getting into these businesses to say, oh, I want to be right. a role model. They want to get rich. They want to take care of their family. That's and right. That's, that's right. Half of them not that's even right. thinking to be a damn role model, they get pressured right. into that situation. And Correct. Cam had kind of became this token guy in the NFL. They they pushed that on him. Oh, he's great with the kids. He's giving away footballs, this, that, <clears> X, Y, Z. And the minute that he shows a sense of normalcy, they want to just scrutinize everything he says. I asked my wife, and my wife knows a hell of a lot about sports. We sit and we talk about sports all of the time. And I asked her, right. you know, was she been was she had been offended by that? And she said absolutely not because, you know, it, it it's it's funny to her to hear another woman speak about sports the way that she does. Because right. you know, you don't get a lot of that in today's age. I mean it's a whole lot better than what it was twenty, thirty years ago per se. But you know, right. I, I just really think that it's it's being made a big deal and you know, you you, you ask these guys these questions and everything and most times they they haven't got over the game already or they still have a lot of times yeah no no jay jay you're right you're right about that that they're, they're in the heat of the moment now i don't know when this was this might have been done after practice which would be a little bit different situation i don't, I don't think this was done after the game but here's the thing jay you gotta understand one thing though my man and i agree with mostly everything you said but here's the thing dude now the bigger star the more you're gonna be scrutinized what you right. say it's just it comes at the territory no matter what sport you play 
no matter if you're male or female, no matter what color your skin is or your, you know, your nationality, whatever, it don't matter. The bigger right. star you are, the more what you say, because you're, you're, you, you can move the needle. What that means is if they're talking about Jay Cutler saying something like that from the Miami Dolphins uh, as the, the new quarterback, no one's going to give a rat's ass because right. Jay Cutler's not over. Cam right. Newton is over, meaning he's a star, a big star. You know what I mean? So when he says something, the needle moves. It means, oh, that's intriguing. People want to talk about it. Uh, yeah. uh, people want to read about it. It could sell magazines. I could get people clicking on our website. You know what I mean? So he's a star, dude. The bigger star you are, the more you are scrutinized. It comes with the territory, Jay. And I appreciate you calling, dude. Thank you so much. Uh, and I agree with mostly everything you're saying. I do. Uh, I just think, you know, um, I, I don't think he should have said what he said. Um, I, th- I, I think he probably realized afterwards he probably said it the wrong way. Um, but we do live in a hypersensitive society right now. Um, so and I, I'm guilty of it sometimes, too, as talking about some stuff. Like, like I'm, I'm going to go to break here and like Lucha Underground. You know, I'm a huge fan of Lucha Underground. And they do so, a couple things that I'm not a fan of and I don't agree with. Uh, and that could look at me being too petty on stuff. But I'll tell you about that on the other side of break. Uh, like I said, we're on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Uh, sit tight. We'll be right back. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Okay, we are back. We are back live here on this Thursday edition, kind of a compacted express edition of the show. We're going to wrap up uh, closer, a little bit, a few minutes after the top of the hour. So, uh, I told you guys earlier in the week there'd be a little bit of a choppy, not choppy, but um, not not 10 hours of programming this week. So, light week, Jones. Uh, and tomorrow, there will be a uh, podcast that will drop. No video, no live show on a prediction show for uh, Hell in a Cell. If you have that graphic, slide uh, up and get a chance. So, this will be a prediction podcast um, that'll drop. I guess I'm pretty sure it's going to be, there it is right there, the graphic. It'll drop... Uh, 8 a.m. right there on uh, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, all that. What do you think, Dennis? Is that possible? That is very possible. With 100% certainty, it will be dropped. You will connect with Seth right now. I'm not saying Seth messed up that studio, but you'll connect with Seth, right, on this? I don't know if I'm going to give him the audio. He's going to sit I'm a little mad at Chunky. I'm mad at Chunky. Why don't, you, why don't you have some quinoa? You could use to clean up the studio. Shed some pounds there, sweaty. <laughs> Perfect timing. So, so come forward here. Hello, everybody. Facebook Live. All the people on Facebook. Uh, hello, everyone there on Facebook Live. I appreciate it. That's uh, at uh, facebook.com slash the Tash Show. So I want to say hi to all you people there, and thanks for jumping on, uh, checking it out. And uh, I, I don't think we're on Facebook yesterday, but we're on today. So uh, hello, everyone, and thank you for sharing the show. I see a bunch of people already sharing the show. That's very kind of you. Cody Green says share the show. He gets it. He understands. Uh, you know, so 
Ryan Jones says twin shirt Jones. Yes, he's talking about myself and the bum of the show, uh, Dennis Jones, the audio producer, is wearing the same shirt as me. I don't know why we can't hear you right now. Oh, there we go. Now you're back. What happened? That's weird. It, it, that, that was very weird. It, it didn't freeze or anything. You just, you're me. Yeah. <laughs> and it has a good point because you, you were putting me over. So all of a sudden the audio <laughs> just disappeared. Hit the mute button on my mic. No, but um, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, uh, the, the War Games is going to be in Houston. Um, NXT, Triple H tweeted this yesterday. You know, hey, it's, it's really cool. What's the date? It's in November something, right, Dennis? What is it? November 18th. Oh. Okay, thank you. So, and it's going to be on the WWE Network, correct? Yeah, it's uh, it's a takeover. So it'll be. I'm I'm guessing it'll oh, yeah. be the day before Survivor Series. My bad. That's right. Survivor Series is right there. My bad. I thought it was like it's just a special one-off. But you're right. It's a regular takeover that'll be <clears throat> called War Games. Look, War Games. You know, for those that know or maybe don't know, it was a huge, huge, a big event, double cage deal. You know. Um, uh, NWA, uh, 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 Dusty Rhodes, uh, mindset creation back in the day. Um, you know, I think it's great. I, I loved uh, all the original War Games. I, uh, I love, I love that for sure. I mean, and the other show is they're doing is Starcade. NXT's doing, um, WWE's doing. Uh, look, I, I think all this is cool. A lot of fans are mocking out like crazy. Oh, this is great. Oh yeah, they bring them back. They're bringing back uh, war games. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. Um, I think it's odd, just to be frank. I think it's odd or maybe bad timing. I feel like the Starcade stuff didn't even, like, set in that they're doing Starcade, which is great. I think it's awesome they're doing Starcade. Um, I do. And now it's like, we're going to do war games. Okay, well... My first thought is, is well, okay, why are you recycling stuff? Like, if you are you going to keep doing this? Because maybe Triple H was a big NWA fan. I don't think Vince McMahon was a big NWA fan. <laughs> um, I know they own all these 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 names and stuff like that, and these you know, it's part of the gimmick that they when they bought the uh, uh, the rights to everything with WCW NWA all that jazz. I, I don't, I don't, I just don't. I, I think you got to be a little careful. And not to just, you know, look like you're just not creative enough. If you look at like war games or you, you look at Starcade and you think, really think about it, like people loved all that stuff because it wasn't just the name of the shows, it was the talent that was wrestling back in those days. You know, it, it was that era, that NWA, those, those, the, the horsemen, the road warriors, no. Barbarian, Warlord, Nikita Koloff, Ivan Koloff, like all these guys, like the, the, this was what made that shit cool, you know? That 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 brings back those memories. Just because you put the name of the show on all these new kids doesn't mean it's going to be as good. I'm just telling you people that. <laughs> I hope it is. Believe me. I hope it is. I think by them bringing Rock and Roll Express into Starcade, stuff like that, it's cool. Even though the Express is, they're older guys now. But it's still a cool, nostalgic feel and makes you, you know, feel like you're watching those shows back in the day. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just think you got to go a little bit newer, fresher. There's no reason. Not, I shouldn't say there's no reason. That's the wrong way to put it. I just think it, it's you got to be careful. 
to ex- have this level of expectation that when you watch WWE Starcade or NXT War Games, that it's going to be just similar as cool as it was when you were younger watching the NWA, the original stuff. There's nothing, guys, nothing, 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 nothing ever better than the original. Nothing in anything. It don't happen. It don't happen. So you got to be careful when you try to recreate history in your vision. WWE, you people do not have a good history of that. Let's be frank. Hello, ECW. Yes. So you cannot recreate history in your vision. And I don't think Triple H would do that. I think he, at the end of the day, Triple H is a bona fide professional wrestling fan. Um, I think if you ask Triple H privately, he would call himself a professional wrestler before a sports entertainer. I don't think he would say that publicly. Uh, I don't think he would. But I do think in his heart of hearts, because I know how he got trained. I know where he got trained and what era he got trained in, because I did the same thing. You know, I got trained by the same type of guy in, a, in the same part of the country during the same time. You know, uh, same type of guy, meaning from the same era. Like he got trained by Killer Kowalski. I got trained by Johnny Rods. Um, you know, him up in Boston, me, me here in New York. You know, so, you know, a, I'm just saying, I know, I, I, you know, we're from that same era. I know how the guy thinks. And I know his respect for the business. Believe me. I just think you got to be careful of expecting as a fan when you watch Starcade that WWE puts out. And when you watch, you know, uh, this takeover war games, you know, just hopefully they don't make the mistakes they did when they tried to recreate ECW. That's all I'm saying. And I was a part of that and it was not fun. I don't think they'll make those mistakes. I think they're all a lot smarter, and they, they they have this network that they need to be successful. I think that they listen. The WWE, to their credit, listens to you, the audience, their WWE universe, their fans. They listen to you more now than they did years ago. They do. And I think that they know you all would be pissed if they did Starcade wrong or they did the War Games gimmick wrong. All I'm saying is have go into it as fans with a different level of expectation Plus, you're not going to watch the call-offs, and you're not going to watch, like I said, the Road Warriors. This is a whole different deal here. This is this is the, the, these kids today, which are all really good talents. It's a different deal. So I'm just telling you, you're gonna, it's, it's not going to be exactly the same. I'm just calling it like it is, and that's a fact, what I just told you. Trust me. It's not an opinion. Those are the facts because it's a different lineup. It's a different card. You know, you, you could do ECW Bailey Legal, and you could go to whatever, Ring of Honor, and call one of their shows ECW Battle Legal. Is it going to be like ECW Battle Legal pay-per-view was? No. <laughs> it's a whole different lineup. It's a different card. It's different wrestlers, different time. So just because you put the name on it doesn't, you know, it's just like when you watch, uh, you know, if I'm watching football and I'm watching the Green Bay Packers and they're wearing throwback uniforms, which I love when they wear it, you know, uh, I, I don't see number 66, Ray Nitschke, running around the field knocking the shit out of people. You know what I mean? It's a throwback uniform. It's a throwback feel, but it's the new players, you know? So that's kind of like, the, I guess, the concept. I like it. I'm not saying I dislike it. I'm not shitting on it. I'm just telling you, as a, for fans, just be aware of what you think you're going to see. It's I don't think it's going to be exactly what, what you remember seeing. It's going to be different. It's going to be different. Now, if they go and they do something cool where they make it, they do different lighting treatments, where they make it look older, like from the late 80s and – and they make it feel throwback, and they don't make it feel WWE polished, you know, glitzy lighting and fancy big high budget production, which they do, and and I give them credit for that. If they don't go that route, and they make it feel a little more gritty and grainy, uh, now the shit's gonna look cool. 
You know, I don't know if they're going to do that, though. I don't think Vince McMahon would stand for that. Remember, Triple H might be a big NWA fan. Vince wasn't. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know that. So, and Vince is still there, unless I check. I'm just, these are things you will not hear with dancing on the table. These are real shooting comments and real opinions. Because I'm not looking to get a job with WWE like some other people try to do, so they don't say these things. They don't want to piss off the company. I'm past that point. See, past that point. I told my wife, the orange gown, it's, you don't need it for the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame's not happening. Just just put it back in storage, the orange gown. It's not happening. Not happening. I'm just telling you. All right. I said I wanted to talk a little lucha on the ground, and I'm going to damn it. Okay? So, if again, I told you guys this last week, and I'm going to tell you again. Okay, if you're not watching Lucha Underground, uh, uh, you, you got to get with the program. <laughs> Do they pay me to say this? No. Should they? Yes. Um, they, they yeah, Ultimate Lucha Thress. Uh, this is the, the second one. Last week they did it. It was great. I talked about it. I watched it. I watched last night. They just do such cool stuff. Dude, listen, I'm telling you right now. Um, like, for example, Ivelisse in the opening of the show was backstage in a, a pre-taped uh, thing with her boyfriend, Jeremy Crane. And, he, you know, they get to an argument because basically he's saying that, like, uh, he's putting over Katrina. like, And she's, like, jealous of Katrina. And then Crane said that he's, like, in love with her type, type thing, right? Well, me just telling you that it kind of sounds corny. I'm not doing it justice. When you watch it, it's the furthest thing from corny. And then he gets mad at her and calls her a bitch. And then she just turns off and kicks him right in the friggin' chest. Uh, this is real, like, it feels, look, it feels like this is not for kids. Like, you don't want kids watching Lucha Underground. If you're, like, under, like, whatever, 13, 12 years old, you shouldn't be having your kids watch Lucha Underground. It's definitely a rated R type feel. I, that's why I'm telling you, man, this, this is... They they did a, they did two matches with straight juice blood you know uh, what do we call that Dennis in the Markology red zone red zone mm-hmm. they were red zoning twice and uh, in the last match uh, mucho red zone yeah <laughs> it was a lot of big juice and um like graphic like and they promote violence they they are announcers are saying violence they're promoting violence and I'm I'm fine with that I'm fine with the violence and the thing I'm not fine with with Lucha on the ground I said this last week. Not last week. I said this in the past, I should say. Um, this is my only thing, and I know they're not going to change it. I'm not telling them to change it, but this is what I said earlier where sometimes I can be a little prudy too, and I can be a little sensitive with stuff, a little weird, shockily enough to some people, but the the man-on-woman violence, they don't shy away from that Lucha Underground. They'll, they'll have a dude bump a girl in a heartbeat. They they had, you know, Crane hit the uh, Eva Lee's in the back of the knee like with a hammer or something like that, uh, you know they they and and they'll they'll have guys like bumping girls like they don't care. Um, I don't think that's good, me personally. But otherwise, um, the rest of the shit that they do is awesome. Uh, having announcers curse a little bit, the grittiness, the grainy feel, it, it just it, it feels like you're not you feels like you're not watching you not watching pro wrestling. If if you are if you are sick and tired of the typical WWE backstage promo where it sounds the same, looks the same, it's produced the same, and it's like NXT, Raw, SmackDown, it's the same, the same, the same. Watch it. Watch this. Watch Lucha Underground. I, I can assure you, it's like nothing you never saw. So especially for newer fans. They did a battle royal, uh, and the winner of the battle royal gets a unique opportunity, which at first like, what the hell is that? You know, but it, they don't tell you what it is. 
So now these guys are fighting for something that's a unique opportunity, which is, I think, when I started thinking about it, it's cool. Um, and who won the thing was was the Mac, who I'm a big moth for the Mac. Um, this is a guy who is just tremendous in the ring. For those old school Taz Show fans, remember I did a BBB on this guy way back a couple of years ago, a breakdown before breakout on the Mac. And he is the bee's knees. This guy is legit. Doesn't, you know, he's not, don't have this sculptured body, no abs, big, thick, muscular guy. Uh, not a handsome fella, but he looks like he will beat your ass in a hoppy. And good Lord, is he athletic. Uh, uh, this guy's a tremendous talent. He really is. Uh, we saw some different names in this battle wall. Uh, PJ Black was in it. Jory Ryan was in it. It was cool. I mean, I love the match. And I think Mac, I like that Mac won the match. And now he's going to go in a, uh, for the, the six, the three, the three, six, I don't, three man six. Look at him. Three men six. What am I saying? Three men six. The fuck is that? Yeah, does you even know what I'm talking about? I here? was like, uh, it's just like inside wrestling that I've never. <laughs> oh, the old three man six match. What is that? I don't know, but I like it. Shit, not a, a three man six match. Call it the um, Cody Green said Mac equals over, no doubt. Uh, Adam Smith, I like Willie Mac. Uh, what is that called? They they call it the it's they have a six man championship like a, and they call it oh, I'm drawing a blank on what they call it. It's a lucha term. Oh, I'm looking on Facebook Live. Someone help me. Uh, man, I'm drawing a blank on it. Damn it, I can't remember this. Trios championship. Trios. Thank you, Internet. Thank you, Internet. Trios. So yes. Um, so that's what's going to happen with the Mac. He's going to get that opportunity. They also, um, they then they went into a match which I really love with Katrina and Ivelisse. And he announces did a good job of promoting the fact that this was Katrina's like first time, like she's a big character on there, but her first time wrestling on the show. Uh, and she's been there for quite some time. And her and Ivelisse have some heat, uh, which these two girls, I mean, for Katrina, I've never actually watched her work wrestle. Now, she's been on my show before in the past. You guys know that. She's been on the Taz show, and she, she was a great guest. She's a great talent. Um, uh, you know, her, she is tremendous. On the microphone, her look, everything about her, she, she's spectacular. I mean, Katrina, no doubt. And uh, her and Ivelisse, they beat the daylights out of each other, and it was tremendous. They got blood in this thing. Red zone there for uh, Ivelisse. Katrina just taking not one, not two, like three fucking bottles Busted it right over Ivelisse's head, dude. These are two chicks doing this. Big juice, big color Jones. Um, it was crazy. Uh, Ivelisse won the match. Um, physical match, really good match. This just to me accentuated the uh, the star of Katrina. Shows her more depth to her that she can go in there and work too. It was excellent stuff. And then Crane came in and attacked Ivelisse with the hammer, as I said. So. So uh, he has eyes for Katrina and vice versa. So, but you got to watch because Ben Mortes is with Katrina. So they're they're gonna do some stuff there with a three man match coming up. It's a lot of stuff. Main event: Marty the Moth Martinez versus Phoenix. Mass versus Hair. Okay, straight up rated R wrestling, violence, big color, big blood, scissors. Marty the Moth. He's got a scissors. He's got gonna cut this guy's throat. Uh, then Melissa, the ring announcer, who he's obsessed with, said, no, 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 I I'll be with you because she didn't want him to, like, murder this guy. That that's what, I mean, they're doing this. Um, and it's, as long as your kids aren't watching, it's fine. 
It's adult pro wrestling, and it's done so well. And the work rate of the talent is excellent in the ring. Um, it's crazy shit they do, and, and I love it. I, I, I love it. I really do. I think they do great, great stuff. So, um, you know, uh, uh, so anyway, that's the deal on that. So I want to give you a quick rundown of uh, Lucha Underground, and, and there you have it. Uh, so that's the deal. Uh, what else did I say I was going to cover here in this express edition, uh, Mr. Producer? Am I missing anything here? Uh, you hit the cam stuff. You hit the NLDS or the wild card. Anything on NXT? You talked about war games. I think you've uh, Patriots going to lose tonight. Who? Derek? Who? You? What? Who? Correct. So, what? Yes. People listen to their podcasts like, "What? I'm actually goofing around. I'm trying to make it sound messed up." So that's, <laughs> that's what I was doing. All right, so look, we're going to wrap up here. i got to wrap up. Uh, tomorrow, the prediction podcast will drop of the Taz Show. Uh, well, actually, it's a yeah, it's a Hell in a Cell prediction podcast. So I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, it should be uh, – it's probably going to run yeah, a good amount of time. It's not an ultra-long – it's not going to be an ultra-long prediction podcast, but it's going to be good enough for you guys to get some content, get some of my thoughts and opinions on what WWE will do this Sunday at Hell in a Cell. And then on Monday, I will be back on the air here on the Taz Show covering uh, Hell in a Cell and talk some football and a lot of other shit. And that's the deal. All right, so we're out. So, look, uh, Dennis, we're good. You have anything to say? Any parting words, sir? Great show. Thanks, pal. All right, listen, uh, that's it, guys. I appreciate you guys. Whoever called the show, interacted Facebook, Twitter. Love you guys. Spread the word of the show. Be back on Monday. Enjoy that prediction podcast tomorrow and enjoy hell in a cell bye-bye Stay. I'm hoping I won't let you go. Oh.